This is Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach, a clinical Ayurveda specialist, a personal trainer, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor. In this podcast, we talk about healthy thinking and mindfulness practices, eating well, moving your body for health and longevity, and we'll also hear from other breast cancer survivors who have re-engaged with life and have incredible stories to share. This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. I have a really special show for you today with three incredible ladies who are wonderful, who mean the world to me, and in just a moment I'm going to introduce you to them and tell you why they're here today. First, though, I want to give a listener shout out to MellieMC23. And thank you so much, MellieMC23, for leaving this review, for taking the time to do this. She says, this podcast has been just what I needed. There's so much useful information and heart in each episode. You can feel the love, joy, and excitement, as well as the fear and frustration, depending on the topic. Thanks for sharing your gift with us. And I thank you. Thank you so much. Um, That means the world to me. It's so helpful for the podcast. And it just, every time I get one of these reviews from you guys, it just inspires me and motivates me to do even more. So thank you so much for reaching out. I really appreciate you. And, you know, I got to tell you, there is a lot of love and a lot of frustration and a lot of emotion in these podcast episodes because I feel you because I've been through what you're going through. And I, I mean, I can say I've been through as if the journey is over, but the journey's never over. I'm continually learning and adapting and growing and becoming more and more passionate about the work I do and the women I work with. And this is a great lead in to today's episode because you may know, as if you listen to this show, I've been talking about it for a while. My brand new course, Revivify, is about to open for enrollment this Friday, February 28th. At the time of this recording, it's this coming Friday. And this is a really big thing for me because about a year ago, I put my first online course into the world and, and I was inspired to do this by my own survival and all of the struggles and frustrations that I went through recovering from breast cancer treatment. I just couldn't find the resource that I needed and I kept running into more and more women who were finding the same thing. And you know what? I decided to be that resource. (laughs) I have the knowledge and the education, the background, and actually I went and got more training and more certifications and another degree in order to be able to give the best support possible. And so the three guests that you're going to hear from today are three of my star members, my OGs, some original Revivify women. And these women helped me shape the everything that I did in this course. So that Revivify has gone from being a downloaded do-it-yourself course to what is coming here in 2020 and will open on March 9th, which is a very comprehensive 10-week coaching program. It is 
interactive, full of videos and action sheets and thought sheets and guest coaches and challenges and inspirations. And I am so very excited about it. But I know for people who hear about something like this, you're thinking, as I have thought many times in hearing about online courses, what do you, what do you really get out of it? What does it really mean? What is really the value? And so I asked Marianne Eller, Mary Jo Wentzel, and Kelly Bush to come on the show. And these three women are going to share with you their experience from having gone through the Revivify program. Because I truly believe that if you are a breast cancer survivor, you need this program. It is a mindfulness-based program. It is comprehensive, meaning it is holistic. We talk about thoughts and trauma and nutrition and exercise and your loved ones and goals and intentions, everything that it takes to create a full and thriving life. And we do a lot of work in this program. So I want you to hear from some of the students who have been through it, because if you're thinking it might be for you, this might answer some questions. I also want to invite you to join me on the free webinar, The Three Biggest Mistakes Women Make After Breast Cancer Treatment. This will be a live webinar. I'm doing four of them. The first one coming up tomorrow, February 28th, and I'm really excited about it. Whether you are interested in Revivify or not, this webinar is something I really want you to attend because we get to interact and because I think that the value that it has to offer, no, I know the value that it has to offer, is critical to helping you adopt the mindset you need to have to move out of so much of the damn suffering that comes with breast cancer recovery. So please go to lauralimmer.com forward slash save my spot and you can register. It's totally free for any of the four classes or the four webinars that are coming up one February 28th at 11. There's two more next Friday and another one on March 8th, the day before the Revivify course actually opens. So the webinar is not about Revivify. It is about the three biggest mistakes women make after breast cancer and how to turn those mistakes into big wins for you. And at the end of it, I will give you more insights and information into Revivify. So you can always listen and hear about it. But the webinar is there for you to enjoy and get value from regardless of what your thoughts are on the program. So that being said, I don't want to take up any more time talking about it. I want you to be able to hear from these three incredible ladies what their experience has been and how going through this mindfulness-based program has helped them in their recovery and in their life. One heads up before we start is that the four of us had this conversation over an online Zoom phone call from telephones and one of our people, Kelly, was actually out at the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. So there's a couple of places in the podcast where you hear some motion, some wind. It's not very much and it ends very quickly. So if you do hear it, try not to get annoyed. I have that sound thing, you know, if something annoys me audibly, it tends to turn me off right away. But just know that there's just a couple spots that have some wind and some motion, but they end very quickly. All right. That being said, let's get this started. 
So ladies, welcome to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. Marianne, welcome back. My very first return guest on the podcast. But I'm really, really happy to have you guys here and really happy that you could take the time out to share your experience. So that being said, let's talk first about why all of you decided at first, what was it that you were going through that made you think, hey, this Revivify program sounds like something I might, it might be a value to me. I might want to do this. Well, I just felt, you know, really kind of lost being that one in eight statistic. And uh, I was desperately looking for something, anything that, that could help me. I mean, I felt really isolated and I was actually still going through treatment at the time, which is pretty grueling, mm-hmm. but I needed something or someone or some connection that I felt could really understand because we talked to doctors and we talked to um, social workers and psychiatrists, but none of them were ever really in my shoes, even though they work with people like me every day. So that was what I, I got by finding you. And I always think I have a lot of respect for that because I think back on my experience of going through treatment and being in treatment and you know you have so much on your mind it's so overwhelming when you're going through it that to be able to have that forethought and think you know if I got some extra support right now from someone else who's already been through this process this might be a little easier on me because I think that taking on anything extra at that point is a lot you know it takes a lot of energy don't you guys think so yeah oh absolutely yeah, I remember when I, I think I found, I remember finding your podcast sitting in my car after work and it was pouring down rain and I had just been to a, a some kind of a presentation. Uh, no, it was a makeup tutorial on women who have cancer and it was really well done, very nice people. But the leader of it said, you just have to be positive. And I just remember breaking down in tears in my car in the rain, thinking, I don't feel positive, but that's what I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with this. And I went on podcasts, I, I, but that was when I found you. And I can't remember how, I think I Googled breast cancer and recovery. And it was, the thing I really appreciated was, you had podcasts at that point on a lot of things that I needed, even chemo brain, which was one of my biggest symptoms. Mm-hmm. And you had a podcast on that. And then I emailed you about something and you got right back to me. And it was just like, wow, somebody's actually thought about what happens after breast cancer mm-hmm. and how, how valuable that was and how much I didn't even know I needed it until I got there. Mm. That's really important. I think that's a really important point. And, you know, that was from my experience before I ever even started this was I had no idea because every time I would go to a doctor with a frustration or a complaint, they would be like, oh, I never hear that. Oh, no, nobody goes through that. And I'm like, how could it just be me? How could I be the only one with all this going on? Until I became part of a mentor group and then started meeting other women and thought, you know, there's got to be something happening here because so many women were struggling and suffering and it's just not okay. You know, I mean, it's great. We're living longer. It's great. Treatment is better and it's keeping us alive, but we can't be forgotten once the treatment ends, you know? Yeah. What about you, Mary Jo? Yeah. So I had come across your, um, 
podcasts on Google Play and I would be listening to them when I did my walks on the beach through my several surgeries and through several months. And I found them very well done and very helpful. All, all the topics were really helpful. So then when the Revivify came out, I was at a point in my recovery where I felt like I was taking in a lot of information, but I wasn't doing. And that's okay when you're healing and when you're going through things. And I was doing my walks. I was doing what I, and my food and that type of thing. But I just knew the next step would be different because I was a different person. And so I was like, well, I trust Laura. We had had one coaching call. And if her podcasts are this good, then her training through Revivify is going to even be better. Um, And it will go more deep. And so that's what I wanted. I wanted something that was not just uh, passive, that Mm -hmm. active of me playing a role in my healing at the next chapter. I love that. I love that you're saying you want to take that active role. And when you got into the program and you saw, oh crap, there's like worksheets and things that I have to do yeah. right through. Did you I go? I knew you were going to make me do that. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you were about the accountability. So I was surprised. And did you guys skip those? Who skips stuff? Oh, yeah. I, I skip things. Um, <laughs> I, I, I confess I did skip things. And then I kind of feel bad for it. And then I'd confess it to you and you'd say, oh, it's okay. Just pick up where you are. It's like, oh, I somebody who's not going to be tell me what I should be doing, but just guide me. And that was that was just really welcome, and I really appreciated that. Oh, nice. And Kelly, I remember. I think it was you who told me that you were looking for something. You wanted something about nutrition, or you had seen something and you thought, oh, I don't need that. And then when you did it, you thought, wow, I really needed that. Exactly. I mean, you need different things at different times in the recovery and because, you know, your life changes so much. So for me, I thought I didn't need the exercise part because I had that down. I was doing my walks every day with during chemo and radiation and I was doing exercising when I more intense exercising whenever I was, you know, in that second week of, of healing after my first chemo dose. But yeah. then, um, then I had this big transition of a new job and moving to a new city and all of a sudden I wasn't doing those walks every day and the exercising was falling off so it's while it was something that I didn't think I needed at that time I needed it at a different time so you know it's good to kind of have that flexibility to go back and uh, change your strategy a little bit or refresh yourself yeah I think one of the things that I learned was I wasn't sure when I first launched Revivify how much interaction do these ladies want. But then as we started to progress through it, I felt like I wasn't connected to the people that were in Revivify. And I felt as a coach, that's my thing. Like I like to talk to people, work with people, help everybody get through it. So that's why when we did the second version, we added in coaching calls. And with this new version of Revivify, there's a lot of live coaching. So the whole program is packed with coaching and workshops and interaction. And I think that's so important because I mean, look at just the three of you being here. We've like gotten to know each other so much going through Vivify, right? Yeah, it's, I, that was a really important 
piece for me because I didn't join a local support group after breast cancer. I, I think part of it was just the people in my community who did reach out to me had a little bit different experience than I did. And so I just didn't feel that connection. Um, and then, like I said, after I heard the podcast, I felt more of a connection to you, even though you didn't know me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I knew you. <laughs> and then when I, you know, when you have the Facebook group, that's a nice like mini introduction to the group. Mm -hmm. And then to have the monthly calls, I thought was really helpful because then you could see how other people are implementing the program. Yeah, I think that too, and that you get to hear each other's experience. And I know so many times on the calls, I've seen something resonate with someone else who was like, oh my gosh, I'm going through that. And I, I didn't realize, and you know, they need to hear something that someone else is going through. And I think that that, that community piece, like you just said, Mary Jo, is something so important because what I hear so often is I feel alone. One of the disconnects we go through is like when we're in treatment, everybody's like, be strong, screw cancer, you know, you're just fight, 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 be this warrior. And uh, Marianne, you said something about, you know, I just didn't feel positive. And so many people say, I'm just pretending everything's okay. I'm supposed to pretend like I'm normal and I'm strong. And then they get out of recovery and everybody's like, okay, you did good. Now you're normal. And now we're sitting here going, oh my God. I feel anything but normal, right? Did you guys have that experience? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like a, it feels like an earthquake and you go through this earthquake and everything is turned upside down and broken around you and then it's over and then you're left in the rubble and then you try to put some things back together and you can't do that and you just, for me, I just felt completely different, but I felt guilty that I felt completely different yeah. because everyone was saying, you know, you, you don't have stage four and, you know, and they're trying to make themselves feel better when they say that. And I totally get that. And they're right to an extent, but you've got to own the things that you're actually feeling, even if they might sound ungrateful to somebody else because you're feeling them. It, it's really, really traumatic. Um, and everybody processes it differently. And however you process it, you have, you, you've got to find a group that respects that. And that's what I really like about this group is that it's not a one size fits all because everybody processes differently and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, Linda couldn't be here with us, but one of our members who's from Ireland I remember when she first joined and she says, I feel so weird joining a group with a bunch of Americans, but um, she says, but everybody here, it's been so helpful. And she's, you know, learned so much and been a really valuable member. And we all love listening to her accent. So I'm bummed that she couldn't join us today. <laughs> but uh, I do, I think that that the community piece of it is so important. And I remember you guys telling me in the beginning and Marianne and Mary Jo, I think both of you brought this up to me that just said, you know, it's so fast. There's so much going on within the course, right? And it was like, I feel like I can't keep up. 
And so everything has changed a lot and we're taking a lot more time because the last thing that I want anybody to do is feel like, oh, if a module opened or a lesson opened, you have six hours to get this done and let's move on, right? And you have to do them as you feel ready for them, right? Do you, you guys have any feedback on what out of the course, was there any one thing that stood out to you as having more impact than something else, any kind of a lesson or a module? Above all, the thing that helped me the most was writing the letter to my best friend. Mm. Uh, I think it was in the release part. And it was one of the things about, um, I can't remember your exact question, but it was about giving yourself a break. Mm -hmm. and addressing the feelings that you're thinking by writing a letter to yourself, giving yourself a break, letting yourself off the hook, telling you it's okay, whatever you're feeling just as if you were talking to your best friend. Mm -hmm. And so I, I physically wrote the letter, which I think was really helpful as, as opposed to just thinking through it. Um, so that was, the, that was the biggest thing for me through the course that I really appreciated. It's kind of, it's, it's humbling to know how badly that we treat ourselves sometimes. How do we expect to heal if we're not giving ourselves space and time and priority and we're just, you know, burying all of our feelings and saying, okay, I'm just supposed to be normal. It's just, you can't act one way externally and feel another way internally for any long period of time without losing it, right? At some point you're going to lose it. There, that crack is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger, that separation. Um, for me, it was um, some of the tools that you gave me, like you, you did some um, meditation recordings, which I really loved because that was honestly something that I never really believed in. I thought it was wacky. I thought I could never incorporate that into my life. And I just, it just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. But I also know that I was a very like type A person, always, you know, very hard on myself and judgmental of myself and, um, and other people too, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. But that, um, that incorporating that into my life every day has, I think, helped me so much through treatment and then after treatment. I mean, I don't know if it's my imagination or not, but I feel like I can see better now that I've been doing this practice. Mm -hmm. um, I, my handwriting is better and my vision was not good after chemotherapy. So I, it just seems like the two lined up. I don't know if it's because I'm coming out of, you know, the chemo is, is wearing out and I'm almost a year out, or if it's because I started this practice, but I mean, it lined up almost exactly that way. So for me, um, that was a big thing, a big um, um, value to me in doing the course. Mm -hmm. And the other thing with this group um, that I should have mentioned earlier is, I feel like this group is not scary. So I went to my first um, breast cancer support group meeting um, last week mm -hmm. and everybody goes around and tells like what their situation was. And you know, it scares other women sometimes to hear our um, diagnoses and stories. Yeah. And of course I tell mine and a lady, go, uh, a lady who's in her late 60s says, well, I did everything you did, and it came back. Oh, God. And I'm like, I said, well, shit. 
Thanks for that encouragement. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? That it wasn't meant to be uh, that it goes back. But, you know, again, she's, she's like almost 70 years old. So, I mean, it was gone for 20 years. Right. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, my point is that this group, I don't ever feel that way. I actually always feel empowered and invigorated and happy every time I um, talk with all of you and listen to a podcast. You know, I, I, I really needed, when this happened, I needed to feel some sort of, because there's so much you don't control, I needed to feel a little bit of empowerment. And that's different for everybody, but that was just my personality. And I definitely feel like um, I get that here. Oh, that's awesome. And I think that's an important point. And one thing that I try to really infuse the the mindset and the energy in this group is I, I've seen other online groups and virtual groups. Um, and it's a lot of I'm taking this medicine and that medicine and I'm doing this thing. And it's very medical focused and treatment focused. Whereas we're, this is not what Revivify is about. This is about where's our head right now and how is that supporting what we're doing? How are we creating a healthy lifestyle? This is like we all, and certainly we've shared what our experience was when we went through cancer, but the focus isn't on what are you taking and how shitty is it making you feel, right? The focus is on how are you feeling overall and how can we get that better? How can we bring more joy into your life? How can we switch the way we're looking at things so that we can find solutions for it? And as I've said before, so we, we can get so caught up in the shitstorm of cancer that we're just focused on the problems and we don't even realize that we've lost that forward thinking solution think we we've stopped looking for solutions because we're completely buried in the problem and so that is really the intention of revivify and of our community within revivify is moving forward right we got to just think about how we create our own life through our mindset and the actions we take in our life yeah I love that, Kelly. Thank you. How about you, Mary Jo? Yeah, and what I liked about it, you know, it was, you know, that it was varied in different categories because I think that even though we all have gone through breast cancer, we, all of our experiences weren't all the same. I didn't do chemo, mm -hmm. but several reconstruction surgeries that maybe somebody else didn't have. Eight years ago when I had my lumpectomy and radiation, I wish I had done something like this then, but mm -hmm. mindset was like, oh, I did that. Now I'm going back to normal. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if I had done something, I would have felt, uh, not that I wouldn't have gotten a recurrence necessarily, but I feel as though I would have been more prepared when I did get the second diagnosis, had I done something like this before. It's support and it's information, but like you said, it's not, it's not, oh, well, there's a lot of information online that you can get nowadays. So it's not so much uh, having to get together and saying, well, what drug are you taking? And what is it? I mean, we could discuss those things and we have, but like you said, it's not the focus of that. Mm -hmm. it's more of what are your goals and where are you at now and how are you going to move forward in the next month? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
it's small enough, small enough goals and small enough information that you can go forward in the journey, but not with a lot of pressure. Like Kelly said, like I looked forward to doing the next module and I look forward to being on the call with you guys. Um, it wasn't a stress like, oh no, I have to meet with those ladies again and yeah. you know, I'm going to be all negative, you know, feel, feel heavy afterwards. I never felt heavy afterwards. I always felt lighter. Yeah. Great. That's good to know. And what would you guys say if there were, if you could look at yourself now, was there something, was there something specific you were expecting out of it? And did you get that or did you get it in a different way than you thought you would? Or was it everything that you thought? Well, honestly, I had no idea what to expect. Um, and when I saw that there was worksheets and assignments, I got a little nervous. Mm -hmm. But then when I actually got into it, I realized that's exactly what I need to be thinking about. And they weren't, it wasn't busy work. It was things that were pertinent to exactly what I wanted. And I probably wouldn't have liked it as much had there not been the interaction with you and with other people. I think if it was just a course, it would be like I bought a workbook and I don't need a workbook. I need, I need something alive. I need something interactive. I need something that can change to my needs mm -hmm. because there'd be weeks where I thought, heck yeah, I released everything. This is awesome. And the next <laughs> week was all back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was, you know, it was, it, it, it's, it's alive. It goes, some days you feel released and renewed and those things. And then when it returns, that should be another re, return. <laughs> you can work, work for that. Redo so, again. Yeah, it's like, it, it's great. It's a really, it, it's, I had no idea what to expect. And I've been really, really thrilled with all the things that I've gotten out of it. Awesome, great. And I think what's important to, to your point, Marianne, is that it's you start those practices and you feel good, and then obviously it's life, stuff is gonna come back up, challenges and stresses and triggers. But then, like you just said a minute ago, Mary Jo, you're more prepared because now you've learned a skill set or you've understood how to switch a mindset. So when those things come up, which they will over and over again, as you train yourself, you can say, okay, I know how to manage this so I don't go into this big spin. So what would you guys say if somebody's out there struggling with breast cancer recovery, feeling lost, what would you say? What, uh, you know, I think people wonder like, is this, I got an email one time from this woman and she said, who are you to charge for a course? How do I even know you're a real person? And um, I said, that's okay. I can understand, you know, it's the internet and some people are intimidated by it, but I'm a real person. <laughs> and I was, she's actually in our course now. She did become a member of Revivify, which is awesome. But, um, you know, I know a lot of people have that feeling. It's like, what am I getting myself into? What would you guys want to share with someone who's never had an experience like Revivify? Okay, I'll go first. Um, I would say that that you do get the feeling as though you are several steps ahead of us, but you're still the kind of guide that is not holier than thou or 
you know, on a, on a level that's not relatable. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a huge value. Not to mention the fact that all the time that you spent to improve the course and um, take the time to do the videos in such a professional way. So that way you're getting your money's worth. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just, oh, I think I'll do a live, you know, and you just kind of wing it. No, you know, you plan these out in a certain order for a certain way based on years of not only an experienced survivor, but also, you know, all of the things that you went to school for and trained for. Um, so to me, that was really big value because you're an expert, but you're not like an expert in terms of, oh, you're not approachable. Mm -hmm. So to me, that was a big, big thing because I, if I'm going to be following somebody in a sense of trying to do things the way they did them to get healthy, I want to know, A, does it work? And B, is it from a little bit of an expert, not just somebody who felt like getting on the internet, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what I appreciated. Thank you, Mary Jo. For me, I would say that, um, you know, doing the program is an investment in yourself and your future. You know, a lot of times that, I mean, I've certainly been guilty of this. We're in the here and now, and we don't think about future investment in ourselves or finances. And then we get to that point where we're like, oh boy, I should have done that when I was 20. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, this program is helpful because, you know, one, you've got to believe that you've got to invest in yourself. And I think going through this whole process makes a lot of us consider putting ourselves first before other people. Oh, oh, and number two, what I love about this program is our doctors, or at least my doctor told me, you know, you need to walk every day and, you know, exercise and uh, uh, don't eat this and don't eat that. But what she didn't really tell me is why that that is so important mm -hmm. and yeah she's telling me to do it and i i get that and i hear that but the why you always give the why behind something you know the the percentage of risk reduction when you exercise daily and things like that and that's the kind of stuff that at least everybody's different i understand that but for me that's the kind of stuff that that motivates me to change. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's, that's a really great um, part of the program. Good, thanks. And I think it's important point to make that Revivify is not a diet program. It's not a workout program, right? If it's a holistic, healthy lifestyle program. Right, and, right, yeah. right. And we want to understand what those pillars of health are. And there's you know, we've got to shift our mindset to the goal of everything we do is vibrant health, not size six jeans. You know, we've got to give ourselves a break and say, I've got to feel healthy. And if you need to lose some extra pounds in order to feel well, to feel healthy, to feel energetic, to move better, then this leads you down that path. But it's not about getting out measuring clubs and counting calories and, and standing on the scale every single day. That's not what mm -hmm. this program is about at all. So for me, I work in healthcare. I work in a hospital. I'm a speech pathologist. And um, healthcare payers are always looking to cut costs. And so the 
uh, formula that's used is value equals quality divided by cost. So the value of a of my job or what I do in my job, they're asking everybody who works in healthcare, they being Medicare, Medicaid, whoever, they don't want redundancy. They don't want things that aren't bringing an actual value to someone. Hmm. So when I look, I'm, I'm, I'm used to thinking like that. And so when I look at this whole Revivify program, um, the value in it for me, uh, it, it's a no brainer. I mean, the quality of it, I, I echo what the other two ladies said. I think what impressed me, I think I probably wouldn't have kept listening had you not brought in all the research. Um, because I think there's a lot of feel good psychological things out there. But for me in particular, I needed the research and that's what really convinced me. And that to me represents quality. Mm -hmm. And I've gone back and looked at some of the research that you've cited. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of quality plus just the way that you interacted on in your podcast um to me was definitely worth the cost was worth the cost and so that to me is value uh different people might think differently based on whatever they value but to me that's what it was you guys are making my day yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it up with this question is there something that you do in your life now or some way that you treat yourself in your life now that you don't think you would have done if you didn't do this program? I, I feel like I keep talking, but I definitely have one. Go. Okay. You were mentioning uh, earlier about post-traumatic growth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think this has been a really traumatic experience for me. But one of the things that I got the courage to be able to do was make something good out of the most major weakness that I had because of breast cancer treatment, which was chemo brain. Mm -hmm. And that was harder. And chemo brain is just thinking and memory and word finding changes after, after breast cancer treatment, which can be from all sorts of things, not just chemo. But that to me was just devastating because I'm a speech pathologist. And so when you get chemo brain, you send them to a speech pathologist. So it was, it was just, I thought I was going to lose my job. It was awful. Yeah. And I um, decided to make something good out of it and actually uh, spoke about it on one of uh, Laura's podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I wrote an article for my national online journal about it. And was really, really scared to do it. But I thought, you know, if I am going through this, there's got to be other people out there that are going through it. And if I wasn't a speech pathologist, I would not have known anything about it. And I would have been twice as scared. Mm -hmm. So bringing awareness to it um, is something I never would have had the courage to do uh, had I not been part of this group. Uh, so so I'm really, really grateful for that. That's awesome. And I am too. Yeah, I would say um, courage is another theme, yeah, that I definitely got from the program, and also vision. So, um, right, remember the exercise about writing your perfect day and then rewriting that for the future? And so trying to project a vision of myself a month from now, six months from now, five years from now, whatever, I do that much 
more often now mm -hmm. than I had before we started the program. And just the courage to do that because we're not getting any younger as far as the time to change is now. That's right. But we are, are getting wiser. For? What are you waiting for? <laughs> and we don't have so many little children, so we do have a little more time <laughs> to do that. But I think that's great. And it, it's it's courage and I love when you're saying that it's also infusing your life with more intention you know you're looking at the life you want and you can't every day look at that life you want without either taking steps toward it saying to yourself what steps am I taking towards creating this life or owning the fact that wow I want that life but I'm really not willing to invest anything into making that life happen right? And then you got to sit with that and figure out why. <laughs> why would I not want to take steps towards creating something that's important to me? What about you, Kelly? Yeah, so definitely the program has helped me put, you know, things that I thought I would never be able to change into motion. And a big one of those was um, my, my diet, eating, and even I never cooked before, but now I do cook at home. So those changes were... Um, I mean, I feel, I just feel a lot better. I don't even care about what the long-term effect is. I just feel better now by making Good. those changes. Um, awesome. And then uh, when you talk about putting things into action, so here I am today um, out at where the um, Washington Monument is and the Lincoln Memorial. And I, when I was sick, I had these visions of, you know, if I do get this job in D.C., I'm going to, I have visions of myself jogging around the reflection pool <laughs> and the monument and everything and here I am today actually doing it so that's, that's so cool super cool that's this is very my first cool. time doing it but the funny thing is the um, reflection pool is drained today oh <laughs> and so I said well you know what this higher power wants me not just to run around the reflection pool but it has been made so that I can actually run inside this reflection pool <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> great you have to send us a picture yes i will I a picture of you standing inside today. the reflection pool i love that <laughs> yeah, i will <laughs> ladies thank you so much for making the time to do this i think that the more we get that message out for people just the more we continue to help other survivors not just become a part of this community but live better lives you know instead of going through this torturous treatment and feeling stuck and sad and depressed and closed off and i think that the more we can get that message out and help people see that it's okay to reach out i mean women are we're so hard on ourselves and it's so hard to put ourselves first and treat ourselves with priority and invest in ourselves, whether it's time or money or especially both, right? We justify somebody else needs something first all the time before us. When it comes down to so many times, we are the pillar of that family, of the unit we're in. And so it's taking care of ourselves instead of running ourselves ragged or living with this big divide within us of who people think we should be and who we're really feeling like, you know, getting ourselves healthy is setting that example for everybody else around us. And I just want women to know that, that the opportunity is there and the program does have a lot of value to offer to help change lives. And that's, what's really important. So thank you all for being here today. I love you guys. Barrett. Thank you. Thanks Laura. Of course. Thanks, You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks Kelly.
Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed recording it with these amazing souls. I love these women so much. I hope that it gave you some clarity, answered any questions that you may have had. And either way, I would love to have you join us on the webinar, The Three Biggest Mistakes Women Make After Breast Cancer. Again, you can reserve your spot at lauralemmer.com forward slash save my spot. Save my spot is all one word. And get in on the webinar, get the value out of the webinar, and let's connect. I would love that. I love, love, love working with women, coaching women, empowering breast cancer survivors to live a better life. If you cannot make the webinar, know this. You will be able to join Revivify, learn more about it, find out all the details once it opens at 12 p.m. PM? Yes, 12 p.m. noon on Friday, February 28th. And you'll be able to find that by going to my website, lauralummer.com, or going directly to the information page, which you'll find at lauralummer.com forward slash yes. All right. Well, thank you for listening in. If you haven't yet come to Facebook and joined the free breast cancer recovery group, I hope that you do so. Join a group of like-minded survivors, women who are in that group to inspire and motivate and support and encourage and empower each other to live your best life after breast cancer. Thank you so much for joining and I'll talk to you again soon and I hope to see you on a webinar. You've put your courage to the test, laid all your doubts to rest. Your mind is clearer than before, your heart is full and wanting more, your future's at the door. Give it all you got, no hesitating, you've been waiting. This is your moment